Tell you what, I've got a real sweet tooth whilst we're on lockdown. Have you? I don't think I've. I don't think they're in the symptoms either. Of... No, I think you can't taste anything if you get if you get the Rona. Um, Serona. Have you gone for a, a little Mexican take on it? I've just had Mexican actually for dinner. Um, you're having you're having dinner quite early, aren't you? Well, kids, isn't it? They go to bed at six, so I can either have oh, dinner with them true. or I can make a second dinner later on. And I was already doing one dinner, and then I do this. I don't really fancy doing another dinner, although I am aware I've got a ready meal that I bought for my mum as an act of kindness because I thought she might want something and not have to come out and risk getting the virus, uh, and she didn't want it, so it's just sat in the cupboard, and that goes off today. And so, so I'm thinking have I, might have to have, I, might, well, I might have to have another dinner to eat it. Or I could chance it tomorrow, but it's getting risky, isn't it? Depends what it is. What is it? It's like a um, meat and rice dish thing. I can't remember what you call it. Jambalaya? No, not not exotic, like sort of more European fare. It's sort of gravy-type sauce. No, no, like, no, okay. you're, you're completely the wrong angle. Like, we're talking Fair like enough. more more like gravy and meat, like maybe like... Let's think beef bourguignon, but not quite that. Right, it's just meat and gravy and sort rice. Sort of, and rice, yeah. I can't remember what you call it. Prison food. Yeah, but microwave or prison food. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. I, um, I don't know why, I've just got like, a, I'm just eating, I'm eating, obviously. Yeah. Um, And then I'm just getting a sweet tooth every night. And to be yeah. fair, every afternoon. I'm doing, I am as well. I don't really get a particularly sweet tooth normally, but yeah, I've been no, eating I. a fair amount of stuff. I think I by mean, the end of this, I think I think honestly at this stage, heart disease is a bigger risk for me than coronavirus. I think to be fair, heart disease has been a massive risk for me forever. Well, but I, I mean... Joining the club. I, um, I just, I'm just knocking back like a, a packet of Oreos in two days. Half a pack a day. Very American of you. I know. Well, they were the... They were the closest thing to the till when I went to the corner shop because I was scared, obviously, and um, vegan. So I thought, well, in my, in my head, I'm doing something all right. Mm. But I don't really think um, I am. So um, big news this morning. Go on. Meat delivery. What, what, delivery. Have, you got, what have you got in there? <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is cancelling out the vegan Oreos, isn't it? Yeah, it absolutely is. <laughs> so I've, I'm, I'm sharing it with my mate. Adam, mm-hmm. and that's why I was late on the call today because I had to go and drop it around his because he was on a video call and he couldn't get it around. That, the, that's sorry. one of the Adams that um, was on the phone, the one that he kept. He makes a daily appearance at the moment in this podcast. Yep. Slash phone call. I got a, I've, to be fair. Just before I got to talk on to me, I've had a few quite nice messages about um, the podcast. Robert, oh, have you? That's nice. Um, and again, podcast is is rich. But a friend of mine summarised it quite nice. He said it's just like listening to two blokes on a phone call. Yeah, it's like you've hacked in. It's like you're a pervert if you're listening to this, isn't it? And you're just listening into people's calls. And I think that's the best way of... It's a phone call that we're recording, really, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah, and a few, a few, lots of nice comments. A few people remember you, obviously fans of yours from back in the day, and um, oh. like in the dream team element of it. So, in this meat nice. delivery... Yep. Four chicken fillets, ten large Cumberland sausages. And when I say large, they're a foot long. Wow. They're a foot long. Um, five gourmet beef burgers, one and a half kilograms of beef mince, 12 rashes of bacon, one whole chicken, six lamb chops, and 10 chicken wings. Now, um, 
I've obviously split that with my mate. I wore gloves, did it all hygienically, and then went around to his and dropped her off there. Yeah, quite hard to cut a chicken in half um, when it's raw, and yep. when you don't have a saw. Yep. So we bartered. I've got the whole chicken. He's got the four chicken fillets. Okay, that's a. I think that's quite a fair deal. You think? Yeah, because like you're basically, we're talking about breast fillets, yeah. We're talking about breast fillets, yeah. Yeah, so I think like, I mean, you'd get the two breast fillets with the chicken anyway. I mean, yeah, no, I think that's, I think that's a really good deal. Yeah, I, I think, I think it's fair. Um, twenty five pound each. So I think, you know, I've a lot of that is going in the freezer. I shouldn't have that's to buy good. any more food for the next. I shouldn't have to buy any more meat for the next month. I've still got loads in the freezer because my mum um, hoards stuff anyway. She's not like stockpiling for this. She's stockpiling just generally. And so she sort of filled the freezer up with meat anyway. So today we did burritos. And I just thought I'd get a, get a pack of mints out of the freezer. Is that what you have? There. Burritos? I had no doubt, yeah. Oh, do you know what? Uh, we've got idea. so many, as I said, we've got so many toilet rolls, but it's just from generally having loads of toilet rolls, not from modern day hoarding. And also having, uh, and having children. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be a bit more prepared. And so, and because since I had children, I've, I now get milk delivered. Because normally, if you haven't got kids and you, you run out of milk, it's yeah. like, oh, it doesn't matter. I just want to have milk. But if you've got kids and you run out of milk, they go mental <laughs> So you have to be like a bit more on the ball with things like milk. So uh, I've always had a milk delivery. And it's quite good now because now the milk delivery people will provide other things as well. Orange in this juice? Current situation. Yep, I've got orange juice. And uh, at the minute, I'm getting orange juice on a Friday and apple juice on a Monday. Wow, in bottles. Yep, Good. glass bottles. <clears throat> and I got and um and <clears throat> and you know what? I do the I do the glass bottles, even though they're more expensive than getting the plastic thing, because I love this planet. And yeah, to preserve it. Don't so, we all? Yeah. Even though it is trying to kill us at the moment. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I mean, I can't believe we've got five minutes into this um, without asking about the casino, uh, the casino, the casino, the um, poker result last night. <clears throat> oh, it was brilliant! How fun's that? It's great, isn't it? Yeah, we had eight of us in the end. Wow, and, on a table. Um, yeah, all around one table. Yep, um, and and all in one chat as well. Wow. Um, there was a lot. I mean, I wouldn't say the standard was great. There was a lot of people saying like, Can, "Do you get anything if you've got four cards in a straight?" I mean, no, <laughs> no, you don't. So I mean, it was, it was. I mean, I came third, and it, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a, too much of an effort to get to. The, the final three. It wasn't like the World Poker Series. Not quite, no, no. So, so I came third. I got um, so put eleven pound in. Obviously, as you said, um, they take a pound, and I think I got, um, I think I got sixteen pound back. So I made a fiver. You made a fiver. Yeah, my brother won. He got forty quid was his pot. Did he? Um, minus, so that's like a twenty nine pound profit for him. Yeah. So, I yeah, um, really good. <clears throat> we played last night, and. Annoyingly, I had the worst hands ever. I had the worst hands ever, and I got played. I did as well. I got yeah. played by two of my mates, so I came fourth, which at uh, six isn't great. Uh, it came third last time, but I, I had honestly had the worst hands ever, and it was really. I, went, I reckon I went half an hour without getting a single picture card. Yes. Really? I think so. Yeah. I had two buy-ins as well, so I I spent thirty quid last night. Did you? This isn't great, is it? Um, yeah. So I don't encourage this. Obviously, if people are listening and thinking they're bored, what should we do? Do you know what I mean only if you play poker regularly and know what you're doing? I think should you do this? Um, yeah, I think, if, I think there's a difference between doing it with your friends rather than trying to enter a tournament well, and one another rather, and rather than just it. spunking your money every night on it. I think there's a social element to it. Helen Helen Chamberlain, she used to play poker, didn't she? 
She really did, yeah. Yeah, she's very good. She won like loads of money in like a week. She yeah. won like something like, I can't remember how much she won, poker millions, a quarter of a million pound or something <gasps> one, one day. But she won like, she won something like 80 grand on like the Thursday. And then, like, and then she won like a quarter of a million pound of the poker million, like at the weekend or something. Wow. It's something, it something mental like that. I might have got the, the figures wrong. Was it a celebrity? But, a celebrity but she also didn't really normal? know. She got. She only really got taught to play poker. I think she knew the basics, but she only got taught before for these two tournament things that she was in, sort of thing. I think, and, I think and, that's correct. And were, were they celeb tournaments? Like, were they high-profile tournaments, or did she just? <clears throat> I think there was a mix of celebs. I think they put celebs in, and they put in people who have paid to get in, like wow. pro type people, like that. Um. Yeah. Also, Helen doesn't drink, so is no. her will be switched on the whole time. Whereas my downfall is I like a lager. Yeah. Um, and that's what. I, yeah. So I, I mean, I didn't do didn't do great last night. I am. Um, I very. I, I go to a casino every now and then. I'm. When I say every now and then, I mean maybe twice, once or twice a year. That's kind of the the level. Yeah. But I um I went to I had a friend's wedding, and I actually talk about this in my routine, and in, in stand up. So I'm not going to do the routine now, but basically they got married and everyone was staying at the Fairmont Hotel in Monaco, which is the most ridiculous hotel I've ever stayed in. And there's a casino in the basement. And so we basically, at about two in the morning after this wedding, went to the casino and I was so pissed. I got asked to leave. And the reason was because I wasn't, it wasn't because I was too drunk or I was winning. It's because I was only wearing one shoe. What and, happened to the other one, do you know? Well, basically, because it was quite a posh wedding, I think I tried to impress, so I wore slip-ons for the first time in my life. Now, I looked ridiculous anyway. And then I think just because I'd got quite drunk and I'd loosened up a little bit, one of the shoes had just fallen off. And the bouncer was like, excuse me, I'm going to ask you to leave. I was like, why? He went, well, you're only wearing one shoe, mate. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's that. Hands up. Okay, fair cop. I'm, I'm off. I mean, you, you can't. You, there's no comeback to that, is there? It's it's no. just like, oh, how do you lose a shoe? What was Monaco like? I've never been. It, it, weird, really weird. Um, yeah. Small, really small, and then posh, like a lot of money. You know, like yesterday I mentioned about that shop that had the Iranian caviar. caviar yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just every shop is that shop. Every shop is. I would never go clothes shopping in 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 Monaco. It's just insane. Like the the the, it's just the clothes I would never wear or could afford yeah. to wear. And we were lucky in that we had the Fairmont Hotel, and I think our friend's dad worked with them, so we got like discount. And it was it was you know so the hotel rooms were quite um, reasonable in comparison. But I know we talked about yesterday about helicopters, and I don't want people to think that we are like the high rollers that we are. Because obviously we yeah. are, but there's a you know there's a facade to it. Don't people know, do we? No, um, but that was the only time I've ever got a helicopter. Is because on the Sunday I'd continue just to get really drunk, and my friends were like, "Lloyd, we're leaving at one o'clock." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah." And then I just carried on drinking on the rooftop bar, and then it was like it was ten past one, quarter past one. And I looked at my phone and I had like six to seven missed calls. So six <sighs> or seven missed calls, not six to seven. I had six and a half missed calls. Yeah. Um, and they'd just gone without me because the taxi was there and the taxi was like, we need to go, we need to go. So I had to get a helicopter to the airport. Wow. <laughs> and it was great because I was like... How much like, did that cost? Well, 140 euros. So I went down to the desk. I was like, how, how much is it going to cost me to get to 
the airport in a helicopter. She's like, um, it's 140 euros. I was like, this is awful. It was it was already costing 30 euros in the taxi because you have to fly, you have to drive to Nice. Yeah, I think that's good. That's not bad. I'd get I'd get a helicopter for 140 euros. But, and then so I was like, okay, well I just need to get. I just yeah, okay, cool. And then this quite luxurious car then pick comes to reception. I get in the car, go to the helicopter, and I'm waiting. And they're like, oh, your your um, helicopter's at um, uh, one forty-seven. I was like, okay, and like, and you'll be at the airport for two o four. I was like, yeah, not a problem. Okay, cool. And then someone comes in, like, we are so sorry, Mister Griffith. I was like, well, I mean, your helicopter will not be able to take off until one fifty-one. So we'll give you fifty percent off. We'll give you half your money back. I was like. <laughs> Perfect. This is great. So I, I was in a helicopter on my own for seventy euros, um, and then That's got incredible. there before my mates, and they were so angry. I sent a screen grab of um, a McDonald's, me having a McDonald's in Nice. But you know, in Europe, you can get a beer at McDonald's. Yeah, I, uh, that that was the greatest meal I think I've ever had. So were you at the airport before they got there? Yeah, oh, and they were so pissed off for me, and I mean, like, rightly so. Yeah, that's brilliant. Great, uh, how it? did you know that getting a helicopter was an option? Because I imagine if I went down to like the Premier Inn and said, any chance you could get me a helicopter, mate, they probably wouldn't be well, sorting I th- out. I get, yeah, I guess it's kind of, you know, there's difference, aren't there? Some hotels have a really nice restaurant. Some hotels have vending machines where you have to buy Pringles. Yeah. Um, whereas this one had a concierge. And it was like we chatted about it in the week that people, because some people... I don't think anyone at the uh, at the wedding actually got a helicopter, but it was like you can get a helicopter on Uber out there. Wow! I think you can get it in Dubai as well. So there was like so there was talk of it, and then everyone was oh it's about 150, 160 euros. I went down to like oh 140 euros on the day. I was like okay cool, and then yeah they just have obviously it's just something that people do a lot there. So that was my only helicopter story. That's amazing. Really. It does seem to be the way that rich people die though helicopters, isn't it? Sadly so. Like quite quite a lot. So yeah. I mean that I I I'm slightly dubious of them. They do seem to have there seem to be quite a lot of high profile people who die in a helicopter crash. Apparently helicopter pilots uh, this might be rubbish. Um apparently the role of the helicopter pilot is just to stop it from crashing the whole time. Oh right. It's just because like a plane can glide on, you know, there's you know yeah. whereas a helicopter there are so many variables that could yeah, so my friend Paul wrong. has a gyrocopter. What's that? Oh, is that the ones where you, it's like it looks like you're sat in a seat and then it's got a helicopter on top? Yeah, so it, it takes off like a long, I think it takes off along the wrong way, it lands along the wrong way or something like that. But then it's like a helicopter beyond that or something like that. I think it is. I, I, but he says that helicopters, if a helicopter breaks, like a, a gyrocopter can glide down. Whereas, like a helicopter can't, but if there's, I think there's a way. If you've got a helicopter, and it breaks. You can turn it into a gyrocopter, basically, right. or something like that. But you can, might only have two seconds or so to do that, apparently, or something like that. He said. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed my helicopter ride. Fourteen yeah. minutes of flying. Yeah. Um, I've got a uh, another poker tournament tonight. Have you? Oh, it's a tournament again. I've got another poker game tonight. Different people, same people? Comedians tonight. Uh, so, I've got another one Wednesday now. Have I've, you? I've really embraced your idea and life. I've got, yeah, the same same people. Everyone enjoyed it so much. They said, oh, we'll do it again next week. Everyone, yeah, I went, 
Could be a bit sooner though. <laughs> yeah, so we can do that every Wednesday and Sunday, and Wednesday night. I think that's what we're doing. I think we're doing Thursday and Sunday. Okay, nice. It's good. Again, uh, it's it's regime. It's the whole thing. Yeah. It's just getting getting into regime. Have you done anything different today apart from homeschooling? Uh, no, well, that's it. It's the return of um, of Robbie's school, which is a bit. It's a bit tiring, <gasps> isn't it? You oh my god! Persuade them. What? Why don't you call your school? School of Knox. School of Hard Knocks. Good, yeah. School of School Robbie of Knox. School of Robbie Knox. As in yeah. like School of Rock. School of Rock. Yeah. Rob, School of Knox. Rock of Knock. And then you should do. You should dress up as Jack Black. Yep. Do the face. Do a little, um, like a DVD cover poster. Yeah. It's worth it, isn't it? If you've got a bit of time. Yeah, I mean, at the minute it's hard enough work as it is trying to get kids to do stuff. So I'm probably not going to make promotional. Adverts for it, and then for and, your school, yeah, I probably I'm probably gonna give give that a miss. But what I, what I do have um, today, though, this evening is um, my weekly Formula One computer game night. You've told me about this before. Yeah, well, yeah, quite possibly. Yeah, we have. Um, I don't really like. Well, I don't, I don't dislike Formula One, but I'm not into motor racing at all, um, and none of us really are. And we've. Um, I also can't be bothered to get good at the game. Like I can't yeah. be bothered to put the time in to do it, and everyone else does at least a bit of training. So um, there's me and my um, uh, friend, train friend, are in a team, um, and um, and then there's, there's other teams are um, uh, there's Force India Takeaway, Force India Takeaway. There's um, <laughs> Honda Red Watch because they they're two firemen who are in the team there. Um, uh, Prestige Worldwide. That's um, you know, we you know Will Brazier. I know Will Brazier. Yeah, yeah. Will Brazier. Will, Will's in it there. Um, and then and and the new team that's just turned up is Saunders Carmichael Brown. Oh, that's uh, that's surely that's having an insider. Well, in. Saunders has got his own steering wheel and seat oh, and stuff. Oh my god! But I'm not sure. I don't know if he likes it up him. That's the uh, that's the <laughs> only thing. Like, I mean, it's it's quite it can be quite a chaotic thing. But then his his friend Ali that he's brought along as his teammate didn't have his own steering wheel, but it was amazing. And he like knew stuff. Like he knew that you had to use the tires. You have to start the race in this type of tires you've used in the second qualifying session, stuff like this that we don't don't know. Oh don't know God. anything. And, and he was saying things like, "Oh, where well, there's like a slight incident." He said, "Sorry, I think I gave you enough um, enough space there, but apologies if I didn't. I thought I gave you enough room on the racing line and all this sort of stuff." And I'm going, "Mate, I just rammed Lewis Hamilton into the wall because wow. he tried to overtake me." So um, it's quite it's quite good. I'm I'm basically the sort of novelty. I just I, I try to start with, and then when I realise I'm not going to get any points, I just try and hit computer cars, not other people. But it's, it's, yeah, it's good it's fun. Different. But Saunders basically hosts Formula E one, does he not? Yeah, and his mates, the editor, the editor at um, Formula E as well. So they're like in they like are motor racing people. Why so, should you invite them? Because I just don't. I'm not going to win anyway. I don't really care. It's more entertaining for to see the people who are good lose, for me. Um, so, and, and it's nice to have more people. We've got ten people playing, which is quite good fun. So yeah, that's tonight. That's great. You've got it right yeah. set up, haven't you? Yeah. So we've got quite a busy schedule now. With I'd, yeah, our birthday parties out on Saturday, then poker, then there. Well, tonight, the tomorrow thing, night, I've got a night off. I think yeah. this is the thing. It's trying to you know. It's trying to get things in and it, first week I was like well what am I going to fill my days with but now it is pretty full on I've um, weirdly picked up some work this week as well doing some voiceover stuff as well so that's kind of 
Do you have to go somewhere for that? Uh, no, I've got a, like a setup at home. So I've got a oh, great. Um, voiceover setup at home, which constitutes oh. of me in a room that I basically make... You know how you made a, make a den when you're a child? Yeah. Well, that's the only really way of making a soundproof booth, is by making oh. another den as a child. I do it regularly, and I have been... I've been known in the in my office at the minute to put a towel over my head and um, and over the microphone and everything like that. I was to. actually thinking um, the other day. I was while um, while we were setting up here, I was looking around thinking maybe I should get some sort of sound panels for this room because I do so many things and podcast and interviews and things from here. I might try and get like some kind of sound panels. There must I, be cheap versions. I might I might see if I can find a pop up. It's like sound booth. <laughs> I'm not sure if that works. Yeah. Or I might just try and make one myself of just two, basically three bits of three bits of wood, or maybe even just two large bits of wood that have just got foam inside them. And you just go into a corner, and then you pull a blanket down behind you. I'm not entirely sure. I'll figure it out. But I think yeah, yeah. I had we had um, when we were in um, doing Channel B, we had a cupboard that we used for voiceovers, and it was literally a dark cupboard that you go into that we properly got. Um, the foam, you know, foam all around every single wall, every single surface, like really? this. and and it was unbelievable. Like the, the the quality of the sound and how crisp and perfect it was when you recorded stuff in there. She just go. I'm just going to go into the uh, into the sound cupboard. And you just go into this, and it was a tiny cupboard. It was like a sort of broom cupboard type thing. I and did, you just go into this cupboard and record things and come back out. I was doing um, a filming job a few years back, and we needed to record some VO, and then. Um, someone said to the sound guy I was like do you know how we do this he goes oh yeah I've got it sorted and we went into this room and he basically um, got a sofa turned it on its side then basically pushed me into the sofa <laughs> put the boom in the, in the corner of the sofa so uh, it was almost like a makeshift booth and then he put like this blanket that came out of nowhere just came from behind the sofa like he put it behind me so then I had like this Sound booth, or like, but he's like, obviously, not the first time he'd done that. And he was just like, Yeah, and they're just like, I've never seen a man upturn a sofa as quick in my whole life. It was ridiculous. Wow. Um, so sorry, just 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 to get the mundane things out. Um, you've had um, Mexican food t- tonight. Yep. What did you have for lunch? What are you having? Oh, for lunch. Um, oh, what did I have for lunch? Do you know what? I don't know if I had lunch as such yeah i think i made i made fish fingers and chips for the kids right because i can't be bothered with anything else and um and i think i probably just had a fish finger that was left over fair enough and some other bits i'm not sure i had a formal lunch did you have, did you have breakfast uh yeah i did Good. i had okay. some sausages for breakfast. well there you go you're probably quite full from them yeah yeah, and I haven't done any. I haven't been out yet. I haven't done any exercise today. Are you I've done to? four thousand nine hundred sixty-one steps. I don't know if I will. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to have time before Formula One kicks off. Yeah, I'm in a situation. Too. I've only done five and a half thousand steps, and I'm not leaving the house again today. What are you measuring your steps on? I bet you're on an Apple Watch. Well, do you know what? No, I'm not. I've actually, I actually downloaded this app called Activity Tracker specifically for when I kind of uh, became uh, housebound. Just to make sure, because it's a bit more accurate than the health app on, um, okay. and it tells you how many calories you've you type in what what little fat idiot you are, and then it basically um, then works out the weight from you know like your calories. So like for example, if I were to walk um, ten thousand steps, I'd probably burn more calories than 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 you. So that's um, yeah, it's kind of it's quite good then. It kind of works out how much how many calories. So yesterday. Walked eleven thousand nine hundred eighty steps, which resulted in um, 
779 calories being burnt. That's good. I love all the stats and all this. I've got Wi-Fi scales. Have you got Wi-Fi scales? Do you know what? I can't find... No, I haven't got Wi-Fi scales. I can't find my scales. Me and Martin Gritton packed my house up. Uh, do you know what? I think I know where they are. One second. One second, Robbie. All right. I think they might it. be in this... Are they in there? While you're looking for them, I'm going to just tell about Wi-Fi scales. False so alarm. basically, Crack on, sorry. they're all they're all they're all connected up to the internet. So when I get on in the morning, it just weighs me and then saves it to an app. So I've got like a record of my weight wow. for, for years, many years. That's great. Yeah, I know that. I, I quite like it. Yeah, that's that's what you want, isn't it? Because then you're not lying to yourself. Yeah. You just, that's just my get biggest. on it every day and it's yeah. just, oh, there you go. Yeah, I can't find mine. We packed them. Me and Martin Gritton packed my old house up and... Um, that was I, nice I, of him. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I mean uh, you know, he's a, he's a good lad, isn't he? Yeah. But yeah, I can't find him. I'm uh, just, I'm going to have lamb tonight, I think. Are you? In, in, in what style? Mm. Moroccan. Um, I've got some mint, I've got some thyme, I've got some rosemary... I've also couscous. got some. I've got some couscous. Yeah. So I think what I might do is cook the lamb cutlets, um, and then just mix it all up with the uh, with the couscous, and it's kind of like a, like a weird tagine situation. That sounds good. I've actually got, got some, sultanas in or something. I've maybe not got sultanas, but I've got chickpeas. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm getting excited thinking about it. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, I like that. Well, I might go and sort my lamb out and um, get on with the get on with the evening. Um, yeah, you could do your lamb. I'm going to go and um, uh, get ready for Bahrain. Bahrain this is evening. it. Bahrain tonight. I think so. Yeah. Uh, dusty. That's what I've heard about Bahrain. Very dusty. Very sandy. Okay. I so, make sure I've got my visor down. Yeah, visor down at all times, and I think obviously tires will play a, a massive um, factor yeah. in this. So I'll let you know how I go on, but the chances are I will. Um, get annoyed and just plough into someone at the start and rip one of my wheels off and I'll be out of the race. Fair enough. Because we do like we do like 90 minutes of practice, then like three sessions of qualifying, and then quite often you can be dead within a minute of the race. It's been a complete waste of a night. Dead? Well, out of the race. Out of the race. Same thing, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Virtually dead. All right. Have fun tonight. Yeah, you too. And uh, I'll tomorrow. speak to you. You're around tomorrow. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Oh, I'll see you tomorrow, Robbie. Brilliant.